the Awareness Revolution Podcast, where we bring you alternative views on big topics that affect just about everyone. If you want to improve your life and change the world, then stay tuned. You'll hear cutting-edge health, financial, and personal development strategies from a revolutionary perspective. Warning, listening may take you outside your comfort zone, separate you from the pack, and change the way you see the world. Here's your host, Jeremy Kinney. This is an important and urgent video, probably the most important one I've done so far. You know, and I wish I had more answers, but unfortunately I think I have more questions. So, um, just wanted to tell you that um, I have already made this video, but before I had a chance to upload it, I got bombarded with people asking me good questions, sending me links to things, and I started digging into it more, and um, I just, you know, I, I, I delayed posting this um, until I had more info. And I'm seeing that the, the rabbit hole is going deep, so I have to just get something out. Originally, I wasn't going to mention the 5G connection because I was a little skeptical of it and really um, didn't know much about it and didn't want to just make claims without uh, much evidence to support them. Since then, I have changed my view on it. I think that there's a good possibility that this is connected to 5G. I won't get into all the details here, but there's plenty of information online, and I will be doing a video, I mean, a post about this. Um, so I'll have more information there. As always with my podcast, you can find it by the episode number. So this is 14. So if you go to theawarenessrevolution.com slash 14, it'll take you here. I will also have the post on coronavirus. It will be theawarenessrevolution.com forward slash corona dash virus. And that'll help you find my page and I'll update it as I get more information as well. But I'll quickly go over some of the 5G stuff. I've uh, recently... Um, become aware of a book called The Invisible Rainbow that um, apparently documents, uh, is, you know, virus, you know, things like the Spanish flu of 1918 being connected to a the the invention and um, wide uh, dispersion of radio waves, and um, and there are other examples as well. Um, I, from what I can tell, there are 200 pages of references, so it's, um, very well referenced. Um, you know, I, I, I'm very interested. I just found out about this. I'm going to get the book and read it myself. Uh, it's fascinating. Um, so, and this book was written before the coronavirus, but it certainly explains the, uh, uh, the situation quite well. When you look at through when you consider that 5G is just now being rolled out, from what I can tell, uh, China they 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 did want to be a leader in 5G technology, and uh, I've heard that they rolled it out in Wuhan, um, also in South Korea as well as Italy, and these are the places that are that's being affected, and of course the U.S. So this could really all be from a um, 
basically EMF poisoning, um, a digital, I mean, a, a, an invisible poison in the air, and uh, something that were worth uh, looking into. Uh, also, another thing that I wasn't sure about mentioning was the Bill Gates connection. Uh, look up Event 201. Um, he also is involved with uh, the docu-series Pandemic. Um, he's really been hitting this hard. You know, he even predicted a virus that would wipe out um, tens of millions of people. And, you know, he, he's he's got his hands uh, from the little bit I've looked into it. He's got his hands in 5G uh, and vaccines the test kits to test for the coronavirus. I mean, he's just got his hands all over this. And he's also well known to be an advocate for population reduction and basically all the other stuff, vaccines in general, GMOs. <laughs> I mean, it's, you know, you've got to do your research, folks. Um, but I'm sorry, I don't want to go um, too long on here. But um, I just wanted to kind of um, open this with this kind of thing and let you know that I won't be covering everything and the video that you're getting ready to see or you know audio you're gonna listen to depending on where you're consuming this content but um, I will be updating my page on my website as I do more research and learn more about what's really going on I want to talk about the coronavirus pandemic that we are all experiencing right now basically all around the world. People are losing their minds and I know that we're all tired of hearing it but I want to come from a different angle and one that's more uh, about love than fear and get us away from this whole panic and fear state of mind that the mainstream media has the masses in. So I want to cover some solutions early on in the video, tell you some things that you can do to protect yourself, but and then later on in the video, I'll go over some of my own personal thoughts, and yes, there will be some conspiracy theories, and I will admit, they are theories, and up front, I will let you know, I am no expert on the subject, I have not looked at this a whole lot, I just am doing a video on it, um, because this is what everyone is thinking about and I have a lot of useful information that I feel like people should be aware of. So here we go, let's go ahead and dive in. The first thing I wanna say is do not be afraid. Do not fear this virus. Yes, prepare for the worst, but do not you know, freak out and act irrationally don't don't let your emotions get a hold of you because there are practical solutions which I'll be covering here in just a minute but you know if um, if you are freaking out then you are making yourself more vulnerable to the virus itself because there's a term that's only recently become known and studied in the past couple decades called psychoneuroimmunology and what that means is basically the study of how the mind affects the immune system. It's a very real thing. So whenever you are stressing out and you're in fear, you create a fight or flight response. So it basically turns off your immune system 
because it's kind of like if you're running from a tiger in the jungle, you don't need to worry about low-level infections, viruses, and stuff like that. You need to get away from imminent danger. So what this does is it shuts off our immune system when we're all worried about it because we're watching the mainstream media and we're seeing that the toilet paper is not on the shelves. And, um, and it just really just makes the problem even worse in so many different ways. So that's my first thing. Um, and I also think that this is a good opportunity for us to start focusing on things that we really should be focusing on anyways. So basically the things I'm going to be telling you about are basically things that I do on a regular basis anyway and things that I would um, consider with any kind of outbreak, any kind of virus, really any kind of flu because that's basically about all this really is, is a bad flu. And I know people don't want to hear that and I know it's not um, just like the normal flu but you know in all reality so far um, far more people are dying from the flu than they are dying from this coronavirus. So um, I don't see a reason for the mass hysteria. Um, I don't see justification for people freaking out the way that they are. Um, the death count last I've checked is below 6,000. Just in the U.S. alone, I think the number is over 40,000 people die from secondhand smoke every single year. 40,000. Not even 6,000 people have died from the coronavirus in the whole world. So we just, I don't want to say that, you know, don't, don't, you know, that this virus absolutely has no threat, you know, and it's just, you know, the common cold or the flu. But at the same time, we have to stick with the numbers, stick with the facts. And I do realize that it's hard to get the facts right now. It's hard to get true information. We don't really know. Some people think those numbers are higher than what's actually happening and some people think that the numbers are actually lower than what's actually happening and at the end of the video I'll get into some of the reasons of why and here let you hear both sides of that but let me cover one more thing before I get into some practical solutions some things that you can take to arm your body with uh, the things it needs to fight this off to prevent it um, but with that said I, since I use the word prevent we live in a land of the free I am not a medical doctor, so this is not medical advice. You have to be a doctor of some sort <laughs> to treat, prevent, cure disease. Um, but, you know, going back to what I was saying about this is a good opportunity to do things that we should be doing, a lot of the schools are closing. I'm not a big fan of um, sending your kids to school. I think that more kids should be homeschooled and even unschooled which is a totally different um, topic and beyond the scope of the video today but something worth looking into um, so you know th th this is kind of getting us back to you know let's 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 have the kids at home let's spend time with our families at home and if you are in that situation where maybe you're not working or, or you're forced to not work because you, your kids are not at school <laughs> Take this opportunity and get the much-needed family time that you need to do. And I'm speaking to myself here, too. I'm equally guilty, even though my daughter's usually at home, and so am I. Um, it's still a good idea to take the opportunity, spend time with the people that you love. And that's one of the most important things in the world, and therefore one of the 
biggest messages I can bring home tonight. I'm going to go over a few supplements that you can take to help you out. And um, I will create a page for the coronavirus after I do this video. And then I will share it with my email subscribers. So if you want to see the particular brands to the products that I recommend, I recommend getting on my email list. Simplest way, you can go on my website, theawarenessrevolution.com. Or you can just go straight to theawarenessrevolution.com forward slash newsletter. I don't send out very many newsletters, not even one a month. I'm not emailing you every day trying to sell you something. Um, so I think it's a great newsletter. I always make sure it's informative. And I will make a post and send it out to my subscribers with the links to the particular products that I recommend. So let's get in to what you can do to protect yourself from the coronavirus and even if you get infected with it, what you can do to help combat it. The first thing that comes to my mind when I think of the immune system is probiotics. We have 10 times as much probiotics in the body than we have human cells. So we're much more in number other living beings than we are of our own selves. We are a symbiotic creature with probiotics all over our skin and especially in the um, GI tract. So the immune system is mostly comprised of our probiotics and most of us are, are victims of the mainstream medical system and have taken antibiotics far more than we ever should have, which disturbs our gut balance and literally most of our immune system comes from that. It's like having security guards that are on guard protecting your body when pathogens enter. So I do recommend a lot of probiotics, not so much the uh, typical supplements that can be quite expensive in the stores. Um, that's what most people take. I understand it's convenient, but I don't think that's going to be quite enough. So I'll give you more information about what I do recommend, again, uh, when I make the post. The other thing that I think about is medicinal mushrooms. These aren't magic mushrooms. These are the medicinal mushrooms that primarily grow on trees for the most part. I have a page that goes over some of the best ones and it gives some details and links. That page will be linked to in the page about the coronavirus. So I won't go into them here. I'll move on to the next thing, which is vitamin C. We've all heard the benefits of vitamin C for a good reason. It's very essential to our health, and because we don't actually produce it, we need to consume it in our diet. So we need to be supplemented with it because odds are, even if you eat a really healthy diet, you're not getting the optimal amount, especially not enough to fight off an infection like the coronavirus. In fact, the Shanghai government now officially recommends high doses of intravenous vitamin C. The problem is, is it can be kind of expensive and you need a doctor to do it. So, you know, if you have the money and you're infected with the virus and, you know, you have a doctor that's nearby, uh, maybe if, especially if you're older and you are um, or immunocompromised in some way, and you want to get professional help, that's a really good option. But 
Um, if you're not older or sick and you just want to maintain your health and you want to do something that's going to benefit you whether or not you get infected with the virus, you can just take vitamin C anyway. I recommend it. I do it myself. Um, you want to take a, at least 4,000 milligrams of vitamin C, uh, preferably liposomal. There's other kinds too that are good. So the point is just do it, you know, and, and, and take it throughout the day. Um, so that way you've got your body regularly has vitamin C entering into your system. That's going to be the best thing that you can do just as a general recommendation for pretty much everyone across the board. Another really good alternative is to get ozone therapy. And you can go see a doctor to do this. That's It's just like the IV, vitamin C. But, you know, you've got to pay to see a doctor. You've got to have a doctor near you that actually does it. Um, ozone is extremely effective against viruses. Dr. Robert Rowan um, is, is, is really speaking out about this and is confident that, you know, this is a solution. Um, but it's not a solution for everyone because, again, it costs money and you've got to have a doctor near you that's willing to do it. And that's kind of hard, but it depends on where you're at. So it's not that practical. Um, now, just so you know, um, ozone cannot be breathed. It's too aggressive. So, like, if you have an ozone machine at home, um, you can do it yourself, but you're going to need to go through a process of basically... Um, bubbling it through olive oil. So don't, if, if you're not familiar with this, this isn't something that you want to just run out and do. But it's something to look into. Um, I don't have an ozone machine myself, but this is something I've been wanting for years. And um, I think it would be excellent to have. And I will have one probably within the next year or so, just um, for my own purposes, and especially in case something like this happens. You can treat people um, for next to nothing basically it's practically free and um, it can help with a lot of other viruses and things besides the coronavirus so it's really good to have typically you need to see a doctor but if you know what you're doing you can and dr robert rowan actually if you go see him in his practice in california he actually will teach you how to do it on your own so he does recommend getting your own machine and doing it at home but it's just something that the machine costs money, so there's the barrier of entry. Also, you know, it's a little, you know, sketchy, so people like to have a doctor do it or whatever. So um, with that said, let's go ahead and move on to the next thing, which is getting a nebulizer. If you're not familiar with what a nebulizer is, what it is, it's commonly used in mainstream medicine. It is, what it does is it takes liquid and turns it into small little tiny water molecules that look like like a gas, like, like smoke. And then you breathe it through like, uh, usually like an uh, oxygen mask type looking thing. And this is a really effective delivery method to get the medicine in, particularly into your lungs and straight into your bloodstream. So it doesn't have to go through the whole digestion process and go through this whole thing that's really not that efficient. So because it's efficient, you can get great results with just a little bit of medicine. And like I said, you know, they have pharmaceuticals that they that they um, that they administer this way. 
but instead of using the pharmaceuticals, you can actually use a nebulizer for many other things. Um, if you can eat it, most of the time you can you can nebulize it. So, but this is another thing that you can do yourself at home, which makes it really, really, really practical. But at the same time, you need to know what you're doing. So don't just rush out and buy a nebulizer because I said because I mentioned it, and then just start nebulizing everything under the sun. So I have to um, because I'm giving you really information that could be life saving here. Um, you know, just realize that this is uh, this is a very simple but advanced form of treatment, but you know, um, with great power comes great responsibility. All right. So look into this, um, learn about it, talk to other people, talk to your doctor, you know, because the doctors are familiar with nebulizing. Um, so there's a few things that you can nebulize that would be extremely effective against the coronavirus and other viruses. And really, I just think it's just kind of a no-brainer because nebulizers, most of them are, they're, they're fairly affordable. And because they're so effective and so efficient, it doesn't take a lot of whatever substance you're nebulizing to get good results. One of the first things that come to my mind when I think of nebulizing for something like the coronavirus is colloidal silver. Some people say, you know, that you shouldn't nebulize colloidal silver, but, um, and, you know, but those people are the type of people that say it doesn't work at all. I know it works. Um, you know, I've been using different supplements and keeping myself healthy. And, you know, I, I go without getting sick, even though I don't eat perfect. You know, I, I live a pretty, uh, you know, pretty, um, you know, far from perfect. Let's just say that, you know, um, surprisingly, I, I still am healthy despite it. So I know the supplements are working. They've worked well with um, family members. I've had my daughter, for instance, had pink eye. We sprayed it at nighttime. You know, when we noticed it, we sprayed it in her eyes. The next morning, it was like 99% gone. And it, it's supposed to last like weeks, um, maybe a week or two. So, colloidal silver definitely um, is pretty magical, um, but there's even a new form of it that was just released on the market that um, may be even better to consume. So, um, in the page that I'm going to do, I will have a um, link to the best colloidal silver on the market. And this new product that may be even better. This is really affordable. This is something that you could have. Really, um, it's just responsible to have it. It has so many different uses. Um, if you get cut, you can spray it inside of the cut. Um, you know, so it's just really good to have. It's got long shelf life. So it's just something that everyone should have for emergencies anyway. But you know, if you're really concerned about this type of outbreak or future ones, then you, you definitely want to keep a number of things in the house. That's my opinion. I do anyway. But if you're particularly concerned about something like this recent outbreak, then 
you're much better off stocking up on the things that I'm talking about here than you are stocking up on toilet paper. Dr. Mark Circus, the author of Transdermal Magnesium Therapy, he has a page uh, where he's talking about nebulizing things like food grade hydrogen peroxide and even nascent iodine. Um, and he says it's extremely effective and it's, it's extremely cost effective as well. So, um, but I do have to point out because it can be very dangerous if you just don't listen closely and do something without, uh, you know, paying attention. Again, pay attention. Don't just go out and nebulize it because if you nebulize like Lugols, which is another form of iodine, um, it's good for you, you know, if you for certain uses, but it can be deadly if you nebulize it. So if you're going to nebulize iodine, you need to really read about all this stuff and start with a really small amount, know what you're doing, build up from there, but it basically has to absolutely be nascent iodine, all right? But um, the nebulizing is extremely effective because it enters straight in through the basically the same channels that a virus will typically enter into, you know, the nose and the mouth. And you can even put like drops of or spray of colloidal silver into the ears. This is, you know, even the eyes. This is how pathogens um, generally enter and the immune system knows that. So it's designed to kind of, you know, be on guard on those entryways. That's one of the reasons why vaccines are flawed because pathogens and viruses don't enter, you know, through the, the body, through the needle, you know. Um, they enter in through the mouth, the nose. So this is where all the viruses are, and it goes into the lungs. So not only is the nebulizing cost-effective and effective because it gets straight into your bloodstream, but it also is passing in through where um, a lot of the viruses would be. And by nebulizing it, you can um, you can get into nooks and crannies that even if you're doing like a neti pot with, uh, let's say, some colloidal silver, um, you know, it's just going to be a much more effective way of getting in through and dispersing into out the body because of the um, small size because it's breaking the water or the little silver water down into really really small size i want to take a break real quick and point out that when you sign up for my newsletter not only will you be notified about this article when it becomes available but you're also going to get my free ebook the awareness revolution primer it's basically just a general um idea of what we are talking about here on this channel and um, gives you some good documentaries. So it's definitely something to kind of go over and um, I would love to hear your feedback on this, on, on the ebook. I'd love to hear your feedback on this topic. If you are watching on YouTube, give me a thumbs up, you know, give me a like, subscribe to our channel. Um, I'm also going to be putting this on our podcast, which can be found on iTunes. So this is going to go out in several different places. So depending on where you're watching it at, like if you're on Facebook, follow me on YouTube. 
my channel got deleted a while back so my followers are almost non-existent my content is suppressed and so you know if you're gonna have to manually go on there you can go to YouTube and type in the awareness revolution and find my channel I have my podcast on YouTube as well as on iTunes so if you're listening on iTunes come check me out on YouTube vice versa and by signing up with the email then that's the best way to keep in touch so that way if they delete me off of YouTube or they delete me on Facebook or iTunes we still have a way of keeping in touch now I want to get into even more controversial topics and kind of go over some things that I've heard and again because I haven't verified them I will admit they are theories and uh, some of them are not even necessarily my theories I'm just kind of throwing it out give you some food for thought because from what I can see it's really hard to tell what's really going on you know I, I don't think we're being told the whole truth of the situation I think there's more to the story and quite frankly I don't know if anyone has got it figured out so that's why you know I figure it's just best to prepare for the worst and you know you can't go wrong by putting healthy substances into your body like medicinal mushrooms and vitamin C um, so it just makes sense to do that uh, it makes sense to um, you know just take good care of your health on an, on an average day so um, you know besides that you know if you are wanting to know the truth you know I would even love to hear your thoughts after hearing this video um, you know if you have any other information that maybe I have missed um, because I know, I'm sure <laughs> probably most people have spent more time on uh, on uh, looking into this um, even though th that's probably through the main mainstream channels um, so let me just go over a few things um, I think this is really suspicious because of the timing see I've been following this awareness revolution idea since 2008-2009 is really when I started getting into it full-time working on this every day researching and producing content and so I've known that this point was going to come for a good 12 years now and I think we're finally reaching that point where we're close where we're gonna we're at the point in history where we are transitioning from basically the old world into the new world and there's a lot of changes taking place um, regarding government regarding um, I mean even you know we've got our president calling the media fake now which is really interesting to me because uh, I've always considered it fake news and now it's like a, a popular phrase so everything about our culture is changing and really this is a global change as well um, I'm I'm mostly speaking from the US because that's what I know that's where I live but this is by no means a, um, a US thing um, we are a big part of it because we have the world reserve currency um, you know we're a very important player in this whole uh, game but um, by no means are we the only people that's going through this um, change and I do think that the coronavirus is tied into this awareness revolution because of the timing 
the people who have been running the world behind the scenes are being exposed like never before. The average person is waking up and becoming aware of the corruption, the criminality, and a lot of the problems that we've really been facing but that are only now recently coming to light. So um, I don't know what the truth is, but I do strongly feel that um, this is really just a distraction. You know, they've got people out there loading up on toilet paper instead of focusing on what they really should be thinking about. So it's kind of like a psyop. I wouldn't doubt if, you know, if a lot of it is just for the media to get re um, get <laughs> views and coverage because they're dying because they've been exposed for frauds and so many times and their ratings are so low. Um, the virus, you know, I, I, I think is real and is really um, killing people, even though it's not killing many people. It may come back with another wave and kill far more people. Um, some people that I follow are thinking that this may play humanity for many, many years to come. Um, so it could be a few months, a few years, it could be decades. I've heard different opinions. I don't know. I don't know. I really don't know. But there seems to be more to the story. One of the big red flags that I noticed was that it wasn't harming or really affecting negatively children for the most part. You know, it was mostly older people, people with um, predisposition, some type of health problems, respiratory problems, compromised immune systems. Um, China has a lot of people and as of right now most of the cases and deaths are in China. That could change in the future but right now that's just the way it is right now. Um, I heard and I haven't verified this I'm interested in it I wanted to look it up before I did this video but it's just it's time for me to do a video so I'm making it happen I heard that um, someone over in Russia one of the, uh, the main leaders over there said that they were wanting to close the borders not to protect the Russian citizens but to protect their Chinese citizens because it seems to be primarily targeting Chinese people in particularly uh, particularly older Chinese people. Now, I don't know if that's true that that was actually said. If so, um, you know, send me a, 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 a reference to that. I would appreciate that. Preferably a video with the guy saying it. Info at theawarenessrevolution.com or in the, in the description or, you know, leave a comment below or whatever. Um, but I do think that's quite suspicious. And here's why. We have a major retirement crisis on our hands and, you know, long story short, basically we have a baby boomer generation who have put in money into social security and into um, retirement vehicles like uh, the 401k and Roth IRAs. And I think this, I think they're both Ponzi schemes. They, they, they are Ponzi schemes. And I'm going to get into the details now, but... Um, these people are promised things that the government cannot deliver. Even the stock market, I think it's getting ready to tank. And 
the money that people have set aside in their retirement investments just it won't be there it won't the, the they won't have as much as they do now they already don't have enough for the most part and also um the money is i think the us dollar is getting ready to lose a lot of value so even if they have a certain dollar amount it won't buy them as much goods and i won't get into all the details on all that because you know i'm trying to keep it focused here but um you know on my post i will give some more information on that for people that are interested in learning more about that story but the combination of this um pending retirement crisis that we are on the verge of it's already the process has already started we're at the beginning stages of the baby boomers retiring but it will just keep getting worse and worse over the next 10 years at least so the combination of that problem mixed with this new mysterious virus that seems to be targeting old people was a big red flag you know over in China, I, I don't know, and you would love to hear if you, anyone has any real information on this, but um, considering that they're supposed to be much more like communist over there, I would imagine that their government has also promised them things just in the same way that the U.S. government has promised their citizens things such as Social Security. So they have a population of I think 1.4 billion people if I remember correctly that's a lot of people it's a lot more than we have over here if a lot of if they have a huge baby boomer generation um, population that is promised things that the government cannot deliver um, they don't want those people uh, you know opposing them opposing their um, policies and they don't want their young family members in the streets because their grandparents aren't getting what the government promised them they may have found it to be more economical to just kill them and I know it's scary it's terrible but um, you know they're 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 uh, you know they, they probably view it as hey they're old and we know they're we just can't do it so we've got to do something and they're gonna die soon anyway um, it's kinda like taking out the weak ones so um, I think that's a good possibility of what's going on. There may be a few other um, angles, a few other motives and stuff. But um, one of the things that I thought was interesting is that I saw a post showing um, the, the, the currency over there in China, the actual cash that they used, the money. Um, they were saying that it was helping spread the virus. So this could all be leading into a... Um, Another thing that I think is uh, a part of the, the ultimate plan of a cashless society. This is what the elites have been wanting because when we transact with cash, there's no record of it. These are private transactions. So they want a cashless society. And that way everything is all documented. You know, when you go out and buy something, it's documented. Um, China already has had a type of uh, social credit you know, so they've already been kind of evaluating their citizens and, uh, you know, evaluating the good ones. And um, this could be a way of um, removing the dissidents without come out, coming out and say, hey, 
you know, we, we killed this guy because he opposed government. Um, it could, you know, they could just be like, hey, you know, they died of the coronavirus. And I do also think it's a little fishy that there were uh, lots of protests going on in Hong Kong. They were not trying to publicize it. Even over here, we weren't he hearing as much about it because they don't want to give us any ideas and have us protesting. But there was a, um, a bit of a freedom movement happening over there. And the fact that this happened, you know, I can't help but also seeing that as a red flag. Again, I don't have any proof of this. I haven't been studying it. You know, I've, I, I'm trying not to spend too much time in this because they're censoring my videos. So I don't even know how many people are going to even see this. And I don't want to sink my time into it if I'm not going to get any results. But that said... Thank you for watching. If you are, if you've landed here and you've watched this far, wow, that means a lot. You know, it's saying a lot about you. And um, together, we will change the world. And just by you watching, by you giving me a thumbs up, leaving me a review on my podcast on iTunes, things like that are the best things that you can do. Even by going and joining my email list and maybe buying from the links that I give, that will help keep me going, give me some motivation to do more research and to do more videos because honestly, I haven't been producing much content lately. I don't know if some governments actually created this virus and outbreak to, um, you know, do these things on purpose and kind of uh, implement things that they wouldn't be able to implement without this type of scare tactic. Um, or maybe it just happened and like the famous quote, you know, never let a good crisis go to waste. Um, so maybe they could just be seeing the crisis and it'd be a good opportunity. But the timing of it all is rather suspicious. And because of that, it's important that we all stick to our guns and don't lose sight of what's important. The medical tyranny that has been happening probably all over the world, but definitely here in the U.S., um, it's just been getting worse and worse with, um, you know, like states taking away people's right to be exempt from vaccination, basically taking away their exemption rights so that way they can't opt out of vaccination. Um, they're wanting to get adults on a mandated schedule. Other states have been pushing for years trying to um, remove vaccine exemptions. So this has been the direction they've been trying to push the needle. And a crisis like this is a good excuse to enact martial law or mandated um, vaccines and things like that. So uh, this is really a good opportunity for the government to grab more power. And it's important for us to fight back because it's really not all that serious as far as we can tell right now. And um, we don't want to get in a situation where we are just perfectly willing to throw away more of our freedom. And that seems to be how things happen. You know, they come up with a, uh, like, 9-11. Um, you know, we're still facing the 
loss of freedoms that we that that we had taken away from us. Um, so it's important that we don't let them get away with that with this. We don't need to let them take draconian measures because as soon as we let them do that, it's going to be way harder to get them to stop. You know, once the camel's nose is under the tent, it's over with, right? Once government, um, you know, a, a lot, this happens with the government. Like, if you look at, like, toll roads, a lot of them um, were just supposed to fund the road. And then once the road is paid for, you know, they they, um, they just need to be maintained after that. But, um, you know, with government, like, that's how we got tricked into the income tax. Uh, it was supposed to be a small percentage tax on a small percentage of the population. And it has grown into a large percentage tax on a large percentage of the population and this is just the nature of how government works um, the Patriot Act was passed because of 9-11 and um, here we are almost 20 years later and it's still in effect and um, this could really be basically the uh, foundation of a lot of things that we don't want you know, so look up Agenda 21 if you're not familiar with that. So this all ties in together. It really um, requires a lot of research on a lot of different areas to fully understand the potential impact this could have in many other ways besides just um, us getting sick from it and dying, which is probably what most people are thinking of. But um, I don't think that the true impact will be felt in that way. I think the true um, devastation is going to be uh, to the economy um, and, and, and really governments growing in power. Um, that is far more dangerous than the virus itself. Um, I think the economy was so bad that they were they needed to drop interest rates to keep it going, even though they they, they can't do it much more because interest rates are near zero, and um, they they just dropped it again today. I haven't even I heard it, but I haven't looked into it. But yeah, so um, I think this was all going to happen because that's the only thing that the government can do. The Fed, Federal Reserve can do to try to stimulate the economy to prop up this false recovery and false economy so you know it's just it's interesting that the this outbreak is a good excuse to print more money so it's like instead of instead of it being obvious that the um, financial system is flawed and is basically designed to crash <laughs> I mean it's inevitable this is, is math. Um, they they can divert people's attention from the real causes of the economy collapsing, and basically they have a convenient scapegoat and say, "Hey, this you know situation is causing all this other stuff." Also, there's been a lot of problem with China and the um, basically the, the the trade war and the tariffs and stuff like that. And then this comes from China. Um, I've heard even that the Chinese government is um, you know, having conspiracy theories that that uh, we did it to them. Um, you know, I, I don't know what the truth is again, but uh, I, I'm, I'm curious. But I think that, you know, a, a lot of the manufacturing has stopped in China 
and um, we don't know when it's going to be picking up. And when the manufacturing does pick up, I think they're going to be more inclined to start keeping more of their own goods, especially as the U.S. dollar goes down in value and their currency goes up. Um, so the U.S. needs to start manufacturing and producing our own goods again. And, um, you know, that's what Trump's been talking about. So it just seems like, you know, and then it touches on the open borders. You know, the countries are shutting down their borders, even over there in the EU, where they're all like open borders. Now they're like, no, 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 they're closing borders. So it's just hitting on a lot of the big hot topics that have been covered um, recently in politics. So, you know, it's just like a few coincidences is you know, unlikely, but when you have so many things all tied into one incident, it's just too many red flags for me to be able to consider it all just a bunch of coincidences. So um, I think we need to be very skeptical of government. We need to be very skeptical of uh, the media and big pharma. Um, one thing that I uh, did not mention yet was um, there was a guy on Del Big Tree show about it, which is the High Wire, great show by the way. Check it out if you haven't seen it. You know, watch his live shows on Facebook. But um, he had a scientist on that said he was, you know, ninety nine percent sure. I think it was ninety nine, but pretty much almost certain that the um, the virus was it came it it came from a laboratory. Um, so, um, I don't know if that's true or not, but, um, it, and it appears to be possibly from a laboratory where they are making or studying vaccines. So maybe it was purposely released. Maybe it was accidentally released. Um, we don't know, probably never will know. Um, but I do think there's a good chance that this is a man-made virus. And I think that they are using it to push a secret agenda and while everyone's out buying toilet paper and hand sanitizers they are moving their chess pieces on the board so we need to be a, a step ahead of them which is why I say we need to be very skeptical of what they tell us we need to be very skeptical of their proposed solutions because we do have all the solutions that we need already and I can pretty much assure you whatever they propose is just gonna make things worse Sorry, I, I trailed off and went on a little bit of a tangent. Where I was going with the cashless society is I it, it could be kind of pushing us towards a cashless society. It's a good excuse, like, hey, don't use money. It could be infected. Um, that brings me to cryptocurrencies. Cryptocurrencies allows us to go into a cashless society without having some centralized, like, basically government. A centralized power having access to all of our private transactions so um, this could be a good thing for cryptocurrencies in the future I think all of this is bullish for cryptocurrencies because I think um, the, the Federal Reserve just cut rates twice in the past like week um, they're, they're at near all-time lows like this is this is getting crazy and um, we're going to start to see inflation. And when people are holding on to dollars, they aren't going to want to hold on to them very long if they are losing value, especially 
um, if crypto starts going up and the dollar is going down, it's going to be a no-brainer. Crypto, like you know, the, the good ones like Bitcoin are limited in supply, and the U.S. dollar is not. They can be created out of thin air, and this is one of the biggest problems. Um, you know, I uh, would love to cover that type of stuff more in the future, um, but look into it if that's a new topic to you because I do think that it is a wonderful opportunity for everyday people like yourself and myself. But I want to say one more thing about the death count. Again, I don't know how serious it is because some people think that they are underreporting the deaths and some people think that they are exaggerating. And there are um, people on the internet that were uh, supposedly taking samples of the air over there in China and claiming that there was a bunch of sulfur there in, in the air, concluding that they were cremating an extremely large amount of bodies and basically covering it up, not letting people know how serious it was. So this could be deaths from people who died from the coronavirus. It could be deaths from people who <laughs> were the type of people that were protesting. Um, or it just could be nonsense, you know? It could just be conspiracy theory stuff that uh, really has no factual basis. I don't know. I don't know what it is. But um, I thought that was interesting and um, it's a little concerning. But either way, um, you know, there are solutions. You know, there are solutions for, you know, what we can do with ourselves. There are solutions to reducing the power of government. There are lots of solutions out there. So no matter what, it's important we remain optimistic. It's important that we have open discussion with each other and we are open-minded and not just jump it to like, hey, it's Trump's fault or it's Obama's fault or anything like that. You know, we need to all come together as a species and um, just basically put our political biases to the side and it's... In a time of crisis like this, it's a wonderful opportunity to think about what's really important in life and start focusing on that and kind of get dialed in to what we should be doing with our lives. So I hope this has been informative for you. I hope it's been a little inspirational. You know, I, I, I know it's a, a little bit of a downer topic and I hate covering all these things, but, you know, I just have to kind of throw in my own two cents because everyone else is and um, hopefully it gives you a little bit of hope and some practical things that you can do to improve your life regardless of whether or not the virus takes over and harms a lot of people you know because this is practical stuff that you could and should be doing and preparing for just in case so thank you so much for watching and I hope that you will continue to keep in touch with me in one way or another because together we will all change the world.